Let's be honest. Life's hard sometimes. We get discouraged, struggle in our faith, and it's easy to feel alone. Despite how you might feel sometimes, know that God's got your back. And so do we. Vision's prayer line team are ready to pray for whatever you're going through. Text your prayer request to 0401 132 888 and we will be praying for you. Or click prayerline at vision.org.au. That's 0401 132 888 or vision.org.au. It's another way Vision is helping you look to God daily. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Intimacy, that's a wonderful thing. Well, as it turns out, God is into intimacy, both spiritual and emotional. And the intimacy on offer from God is meant to make a profound difference in our lives. So let me ask you, is it making a difference in your life? I'm Bernie Diamond. Welcome again to A Different Perspective as we take a look at this intimacy that God has on offer for you today. God's Miracle Makeover sounds a little pretentious perhaps, a little grand, a little overstated. Can God possibly want to do that in my life, in, in your life? I know there's someone wondering that today. Perhaps it's you. You look at your circumstances and you think to yourself, nah, that joker on the radio has to be talking about someone else. No miracles here in this place, in my life. But actually, if that's what you're thinking, then today's message is most probably for you. The reason sometimes that we don't see miracles happening in our lives is that we simply don't expect them. And when our faith doesn't reach out to expect them, then what we're told in the Bible is that miracles are probably not going to happen. You may remember the other week we took a look at this passage about Jesus when he travelled to his hometown Nazareth, Matthew chapter 13, verses 54 to 58. He came to his hometown and began to teach the people in their synagogue so that they were astounded and they said, where does this man get this sort of wisdom and these deeds of power? Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother called Mary? And are not his brother James and Joseph and Simon and Judas with us? And aren't all his sisters with us too? Where then did this man get all of this? And they took offence at him. But Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honour, except in their own country and in their own house. And he didn't do many deeds of power there because of their unbelief. People just didn't expect Jesus, whom they knew, whom they'd seen grow up, to be the Son of God, to do these miracles that they'd heard he was doing everywhere else. And mark that final sentence, and he did not do many deeds of power there because of their unbelief. Yet this very same Jesus, this same miracle-working Jesus, is prepared to be as close to us, as intimate with us, as we would ever like. If we're interested in a miracle makeover, then the person we want to be close to is the miracle-working Jesus. Just have a listen to this powerful passage as God speaks to us through Paul's letter to the Galatians, chapter 2, verses 19 and 20. For through the law I died to the law so I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. 
See, Paul's talking to people here who were thinking that they had to work hard to get into God's favour, to be accepted by God. We're like that often. We slog away and we wonder why blessings don't just drop out of the sky sometimes. We imagine, therefore, that we have to work harder and be better. But Paul's saying, look, no, you've got it all wrong. That guy who used to think that way and slog his guts out, he's been crucified with Christ. In other words, the old me is gone. And as a result, it's not the old me who lives anymore, but it's, it's Christ, Jesus himself, who lives in me. Now, you know what? That may well sound like, I don't know, like theological mumbo-jumbo to you. And to be honest with you, in the early days of my walk with Jesus, it sounded precisely like that to me. And in those early days, I made my mind up that I'm not much into theology for theology's sake, if that makes sense. Now, given what I do these days, sure, I'd call myself a theologian. But still today, I don't want to play theoretical games here. I want to understand what God's Word really speaks into my life in a real practical, life-transforming way and into your life. Are you with me? I I have this passion. I, I want to live my life for Jesus. I want it to count for something as imperfect as I am. I want my life to be changed and transformed step by step by the Holy Spirit, not by me, by Him, as I walk side by side with Jesus down the road that's my life's journey. So I come to this scripture looking for meaning and answers in that context with that desire in my heart. So let's read it one more time and see if there are any real answers in there for you and for me, for our lives. For through the law I died to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ and it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. When we believe in Jesus, the old me, the old you, is dead. We died to the idea of having to obey all these rules and laws to work our way into God's favour. Man, that's great news. Because try as I might, I, I think you're with me here, try as we might, we can't keep all the rules all the time. Living your life trying to dot every I and cross every T is no way to live your life at all. The old me, the old you, those guys are crucified with Christ. We've abandoned the old person. And now it's no longer the selfish me and the selfish you that's living in our bodies. But Jesus, it's no longer I that live, but Christ who lives in me. Now that's forensically true for anyone who believes in Jesus. Several times throughout the Bible, we're told that the moment we believe, we receive the Holy Spirit, the very presence of God dwelling in us. That's this intimacy thing that I was talking about at the top of the program. It's like marriage, only much, much more intimate. Because Jesus is in me and in you, if you're a believer, in us, 24 by 7, around the clock. And he never leaves us or forsakes us. The same miracle-working Jesus who performed all those miracles we talked about last week and the week before on the program. Now, that's a game-changer. That's a total game-changer. Because now, all of a sudden, if I spend time consciously with Jesus, his power and his love do things in me and through me that I could never have done for myself. We hunger for transformation in our lives. We, we want to grow and mature and be better and stronger and faster and smarter. That's what all those reality TV programs are all about. The makeover programs, the talent quests that transform someone with raw talent into a polished performer. They all peddle transformation because we yearn for it deep in our hearts 
But the real transformation comes when the Spirit of God, Jesus himself, takes up residence in us, starts to live in us and through us and starts to woo our hearts and influence our thoughts with love and mercy and starts to strengthen our resolve to serve him, to be honest and decent and fair. See, this transformation comes through the power of God in us. And I have to tell you from where I sit, that's much, much better than me on my own having to follow a bunch of rules, which is what for many religion is all about. I'm not into religion. I'm, I'm not into rules. And fortunately, nor is Jesus. He's into relationship and love and transformation and grace and mercy. And my friend, I'm here to tell you that those things have transformed my life and are still and will continue to transform my life. And this is where the theological rubber, if you will, hits the road. The presence of Jesus in us combined with the death of the old man, the old woman, who was hell-bent on destruction, quite literally, is the place of powerful transformation. A few verses on, Galatians chapter 3, verse 27, Paul uses a slightly different metaphor. He tells us that if we've put our trust in Jesus, we're clothed in him, we're, we're wearing Jesus. So we have him on the inside, and we have him on the outside, and that right there is what I would call God's miracle makeover for you. It's for me, it's for you, it's for anyone who believes in Jesus. I don't know what you're looking for in life, but I have to say this is probably a really, really good place to start looking. Hey, social media is a great way to stay connected to your friends and the world around you. And we'd like to invite you to be part of the Christianity Works community. The Christianity Works community is full of daily thoughts and devotions and inspirations. So no matter what kind of day you're having, you can be encouraged. If you're on Facebook, search for the Christianity Works page and like us. When you do, you'll see some encouragement from your friends and community at Christianity Works, including free booklet downloads from time to time. But more than that, it's a library of thoughts and verses that you can share with your friends and family. So we'll be sharing God's Word together. It's a great way to share the good news of Jesus amongst all the chaos. Amen. So like Christianity Works on Facebook, be encouraged and blessed and share some of that with your friends as well. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.